So, like, they are, like, the ultimate good boys right now. <laughs> the best boys. Like, the best boys. Like, <laughs> saving animals. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Compassion Fatigue. I'm Emily. I'm Elise. So today we thought we would devote our episode to Australia. Um, Australia has been suffering through, like, the worst bushfires ever for the past few weeks now. I think, has it not gone into months at this point? Is it months at this point? I feel like it. It's been going on for a while, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so at the point of recording right now, there's still um, a bunch of active wildfires in um, sort of the east coast of Australia. Mm-hmm. So like the eastern part of New South Wales, um, South Australia, um, some parts of Victoria still, as well as some islands around um, Australia. So we thought that we would just um, highlight some awesome... Australians and things happening yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So one, I, this. So there's something I was thinking about. So I'm gonna look it up right as we keep talking because you know multitasking is not something I'm great at, but we'll do it. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I did want to highlight, or one group of lovely living individuals that um, are, I think, true, one of the true heroes of this current situation is wombats. Wombats! You know, who, I, I mean, they're adorable to begin with, and, like, I always feel like they're going to be really cuddly yeah. and, like, lovable. I don't know if they really are. But um, wombats um, naturally live in burrows under the ground. So what they found recently with all these bushfires and because there's been catastrophic deaths to the animal population in australia i think they said like over seven million animals have died there might be more mm-hmm. but like huge huge populations are just decimated right mm-hmm. now but um what they found is during these fires the wombats are using their burrows and allowing other animals into them to keep them safe from the fires because underground it's safe yeah um they've all you know and let alone just like giving shelter to those who find their burrows, wombats are actively herding animals into the burrows to keep them safe. So, like, they are, like, the ultimate good boys right now. <laughs> the best boys. Like, the best boys. Like, <laughs> saving animals, right? And, like, and like I feel like on Instagram and on social media, I'm seeing so many of these videos of, like, koalas or other animals that are being burned. And, like, um, the like firefighters or, you know, volunteer workers are trying to save them and... Mm-hmm. and it's like it's heartbreaking to watch like a koala so like, thirsty so thirsty and drinking from a water bottle and the water bottle's done like there's no more but it's they're like so don't thirsty. take it away yeah and they're like so and it's like you can see the panic start setting in when they start taking away the empty water bottle yeah so like I, what they were doing or in, in this one particular video was like they were giving the koala the empty water bottle while they go get another one so mm-hmm. the koala can keep drinking but also like not feel like it's being taken away from them right and it's just so heartbreaking to so watch heartbreaking. that. And, but to know, like, they're, you know, in, in a way, in a devastation like this, like, you can be very selfish, right? Mm-hmm. It's like your survival. Yeah. But these wombats, I mean, I can only hope that humans can live up to even, a, like, a 1% of their kindness. They're saving other animals. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of amazing, right? Yeah. Like, that another animal species has the intellect and the care and the kindness you know to shelter other animals that aren't wombats and um right try to save the world really um and like elise said not only are there volunteer firefighters in australia going down to the effective area affected areas but also like from the u.s and like other countries are coming down yeah um and so do you want to go yeah yeah 
I was just going to say, there's um, tons of great organizations that are accepting donations. Um, right. I know I recently gave to one of my favorite YouTubers, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll plug her, Pretty Pastel Please. Okay. Um, she's great. Um, she just did an event, I think this past Saturday in New South Wales, where she sold a bunch of like clothing and candles and stuff like that, awesome. all benefiting like yeah. both firefighters and the wildlife organizations working with these cute animals that we don't want to see go away. Yeah, yeah, but so. yeah, we'll um, include some links for mm-hmm. some official fundraisers and some official um, organizations that are funding like not only the firefighters but also like these pres- preservation conservation efforts that are happening in Australia right now because it is it's it i mean we can't lose the the nature and like the resources and let alone like just the diversity the ethno like diversity that they provide to the world and and then there's so many like unique animals that are only found in australia that's like are there i know the friendliest things in the world the cool they're all so smiley We are far away, but I feel like there's always something we can do to help out. So even if it's like five dollars, one dollar, like you know, thought counts. Yeah, doing that, I think, is important. Like, yeah, and like you mentioned, there's you know a lot of volunteers that are going over. Yeah. Yeah. So keeping them in your thoughts. Mm -hmm. The thing that I had thought about just as we were um, starting to film Mm -hmm. was, I do also want to shout out like the Australian firefighters. Because um, I didn't realize, but there's this rare dinosaur tree in Australia that only exists there. It's prehistoric trees. Oh. So they were originally, like, at one point thought to be extinct. Like, they were just gone. Mm-hmm. But then they found them in Australia, like, this oh. grove of them. Um, let me see. It's a prehistoric tree. Um, so it's called the Wollemi Pine. But... Um, it's in the in a gorge in the Blue Mountains, um, mm. but basically, even with if you look at some satellite pictures, and I'll see if I can um, find one to put up with a video, mm-hmm. but like it's literally like a swatch of green trees with just burnt wow. ashes. But like the the firefighters are like, yes, I mean, if we can control it, it would be great. But like, we really need to save this tree like yeah. these grows because there's only like 200 of them left in the world oh my gosh so they've done like their best to keep this like grove of trees going mm-hmm. amidst all of these fires so it was a constant battle wow so it's kind of amazing just the effort yeah and the, the energy and the i don't know just just human will yeah to preserve these like prehistoric trees mm. so yeah shout out to them and like all their efforts mm-hmm. it's freaking amazing yeah that's incredible yeah. i had, had no idea about the trees but i'm not surprised like australia's got a bunch of weird cool amazing incredible stuff that like we just don't know <laughs> about um so yeah i guess the message is like if you can give um then give right and um if, yeah. If you're religious or spiritual, keep them in your <laughs> prayers and mind, right? Yeah. Like, like, pray for rain. They did get rain recently, right. which is good, but... Yes. I mean, pray for... I mean, they're also, like, dropping carrots for the animals that they can't get to. Oh. They're, like, right... They're, with helicopters, they're just, like, like just throwing buckets of carrots out wow. like other vegetables out the helicopters to rain it onto the forest yeah so that animals can find it and eat it because i mean 
let alone shelter, food is gone for these animals. Oh, for sure, yeah. So, All gone. Right. And Elise reminded me that not only are shelters and stuff gone, but also the air continues to be really toxic and smog-filled, smoke-filled. Right. Um, so even if places aren't actively burning, you know, the air is still not good for humans or animals. Right. Yeah, I think, like, Mel- I want to say it's Melbourne. I might be wrong, but, like, a major city in Australia, like mm-hmm. an urban city where there is no fire, where they have, like, hazard like hazardous or like toxic level air quality mm-hmm. and they're yeah. like you can't you can't breathe this in yeah it's ash or you'll just get sick yeah. yeah so so yeah it's it's not something we can just ignore Mm-mm. yeah it's and like you said it's gone on for like oh, a long yeah. time <laughs> you know and i know we have like here in the U.S., like, the California West Coast, like, bushfires that are always really bad. Right. But I think this is, like, really, really bad. Not to compare, because they're all bad. But right, like, right. I mean, this has been going on for a long time. Right. So. And, like, yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's it's also, like, a wake-up call to us, right? Like, we've had issues with the wildfires in California. Like, mm-hmm. I think last year was very it's bad. bad. yeah. Right. So, it's, like, it's another wake-up call of, like, hey, we got to do something different. Right? Yeah. This isn't... This Climate isn't, change is real. And yes, this is, and this isn't right. Like, I, not to make this super political, but my other opinion is: can we please just fund the EPA? Like, <laughs> can we please just put some more money into environmental protection? Yes. The, <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, not to say that'll solve the world, but like, can we just acknowledge that this is a real issue and it's really affecting our planet? Right. You know. Yeah. That's. Uh, <sighs> Climate change is real. Yeah. I mean, even weather recently, I think, says something. Like, we were in the 70s in December here in Georgia. Yeah. Like, we were... Even, like, last week was, like, in the 60s yeah. in January. We're, we are in the South. We are warm, mm-hmm. but not that warm. Not yeah. during winter. So, something's up. Something's we, up. We effed up big time. And we continue to. Yes. But, I, I mean, we have time. We do. Right. Was it... Was it you who were talking about climate change on... Like, this like this scientist talking about climate change? This reminded me. Like, there was, like, a leading scientist who... Um, they were talking about climate change. And he was like, oh, you know... And, you know, climate change might be real, but, like, humans still have, like, several hundred years left. Like, we're going to survive. We're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And by that time, we're going to, you know... We're going to be colonizing Mars after we, you know, terraform the, those environments and stuff. And so the interviewer, okay. <laughs> the interviewer at that point goes, so you do believe in man-made climate change, just not on this planet. And, and like the scientist was like. Got him. <laughs> right. Like also, <laughs> doesn't it take like an entire lifetime to get to Mars? Like, by the time you get to Mars, you're going to die, because... Right? Well, I mean, well, like, like, far, well like, I mean, isn't it, like, um, what's that one film? Interstellar, like, relative, Relativity? Oh, yeah. And all that yeah. crap. I don't know. Like, I'm not NASA material <laughs> at all, but... I um, took Astronomy 101 in college. What up? <laughs> I'm an Aries. Me too! anyways um (laughs) i don't know but like it it was just definitely a moment of like if you believe in terraforming we can 
we should be able to change our climate here. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like absolutely. we should not be planning for <laughs> That was not a question. <laughs> we should not be planning for 500 years into the future when we're terraforming Mars and we're colonizing it. That should not be our backup plan right now. Right, right, right. Ever. Let's not. Yeah. Anyways, it, yeah. So, yes, climate change is real. Things are happening. We need to be more aware. Mhm. Australia is burning. Yeah. And whatever we can do to keep them in our hearts and Hope for the best in coming weeks. Yeah. And then the recovery is going to be a while. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. yeah. But just keep them in your thoughts. Give yeah. them if you can. Um, I don't know. Try to do something this week to be more environmentally friendly, maybe. That could yeah. be a goal. Yeah. Just be um, smarter about certain choices. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so in line with that, we thought that we should um, highlight some good, awesome Asian Australian Australians. creators. Um, um, in our appreciation. In our appreciation. I circle. feel like I need like a, a little graphic. Yeah. Yeah. A rainbow like a rainbow SpongeBob. Appreciation. appreciation. So with three main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is I don't know if people know, but the people who started Subtle Asian Traits are Asian Australian. I feel like I've read that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bunch of Asian Australian, like, you know, young adults, teenage young adults right. that created it and it became like a huge thing. Um, that is something that's a group on Facebook that I check like every day. It yeah. just kind of pops up and it gives me the giggles. Yes. So first of all, appreciation to them. <laughs> Another group that I wanted to shout out was um, the YouTube channel Two Set Violin. They're comprised of two guys who are, um, I think, Chinese, Australian, who are both violinists. Um, and their content is like music memes or music challenges mm. and things like that. And they're just really funny. Um, they go on tour from time to time. I think they were in Atlanta, but I wasn't here yeah. when they came last time. Mm. But they're so funny and they're still, you know, pushing out awesome, amazing content. Um, so I wanted to. Shouts out to them, Eddie and oh my Brett, Brett and Eddie okay. from Two Set Violin. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then our final shout out is to um, there are, I mean, I feel like half our favorite actors just in Hollywood are Australian, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. The um, Hemsworth. Yeah, brothers. I, was, I was like, I was like, I was like the blonde ones, the three brothers. Thor. <laughs> Those bro- Hemsworth brothers, right? There's a yeah. like Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman, right? Like yeah, they're right. all Australian, right? From mm-hmm. down under, right? Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of Asian Australian like actors, mm-hmm. and one I wanted to kind of highlight is Chris Pang. Chris Pang is, um, I think people might know him from like Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. He was the best friend who was getting married <laughs> in the film, um, not the main character. But he also, the wedding that they go to. Yeah, the wedding he's, that they go the to. Guy. Okay. Also very hot. Also, you know, great looking guy. But um, he's also was recently in the reboot of Charlie's Angels mm-hmm. as kind of the main villain. I think mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, so I don't know. But um, kind of changing up what it is to be an Asian villain in movies a little bit, and also trying to kind of changing up what Asian masculinity looks like, mm-hmm. sexuality looks like, all that stuff. And he was awarded from GQ Australia, like, at the end of 2019, like, as one of the GQ men of the year, which was, I was like, yeah, represent. So (laughs) shout out to him. I know he's doing a lot of different things and probably, you know, 
beyond like Crazy Rich Asian sequels coming out soon or mm-hmm. filming soon, yes. right? Things like that. Mm-hmm. So excited, hoping, you know, to see him more in Hollywood or, you know, just on screen mm-hmm. and more Asian, Australian, Asian descended actors and actresses in yes. media. So yep. that's about it. That's about it. Um, yeah, I hope everybody uh, is giving lots of good positive vibes to Australia. We just wanted to highlight yeah, you guys. Yes. We see you. Yes. Again, links down below for some places to donate mm-hmm. or to just you know get involved in one way or the other. But yeah, thanks for joining us, and I guess we'll see you next time. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. I didn't realize, but. Touching one, you get fined for touching one because they're endangered. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, like, but they come, so, like, I was reading something. They're like, this is the only time when a fine will run at you and chase after you. Yeah. Because they come at you because they, they have no natural, natural predators. predators yeah. So they are not afraid of humans and they are, like, friendly by nature. So they always are, like, they see humans and they're like, oh, my God, let friends. me be friends. Yeah. But it's like, don't touch me. I can't <laughs> afford the fine. <laughs>